everyone. So I'm here today on Come Out of Your Shell with Kimberly Love. I met Kimberly uh, two years ago, wasn't it? Um, she actually interviewed me um, for her podcast on Apple iTunes. So I get to do the same for her and I'm really excited. Um, she is an author and a podcaster and woman of all things. So I'm gonna let her introduce herself. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And yeah, it's crazy how long we've known each other and the connections that we have. I love interviewing people. Obviously, that's what I do most of my time. So it's weird now to be on the other side of things. But uh, right, <laughs> it's also fun, too. So tell us about um, I know you've written two books now. Yes. One is a novel. Tell us about your start with the first book and how you got into doing that and why you did it. And then I think you went from book to podcaster interviewer to yes. novel. Mystery <laughs> novel too, right? Like crime novel, like blood and guts and gore. Yeah, I took a, I took a little turn there. But uh, yeah, I guess to start, um, my first book is called You Taste Like Whiskey and Sunshine. And it's my memoir. And it's based yes. around um, how... I was raised in poverty and I was psychologically traumatized um, by a much older sibling. Um, so I had a lot of abuse growing up and then that turned into me getting into a domestic violent relationship. And so like I was, I was broken for a very long time. And uh, you know, I got to the point where um, this, this guy that I happened to be dating said to me during a, a very explosive fight, he said, you know, the world would be a better place if you committed suicide. Oh, and, wow. and it was a huge, I mean, it was, it was a horrible night, a scary night, but I mean, it was the catalyst to me saying, you know, this is effed up. Like I, like there is no way that this is normal. And I had a daughter <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. am I doing? And I remember going into my room, like I left the arguments and I kind of went under the covers and I just kind of like was like not wanting to live at all. And I remember hearing in my head, like, you're better than this. You're, you're, you're enough on your own. And that night for me was the, the total change of my life. And I left him um, in a very scary scenario, but that's a story for another time. But um, I was alone for four years after him because I could not even fathom being near another man because it was so traumatizing. And I wanted to make sure that I never did that again, because, yeah. you know, uh, statistics say that, you know, women in domestic violence relationships go back 17 times before they actually say no. And that was me. I went back lots of times yeah. and I just couldn't do it anymore, especially for my kid. And so that was kind of my turning point. And so I took the next four years after that to heal. During that time, I started writing. And that's where this book kind of came out of. And it's, it's, it's a painful read, um, yeah. you know, but it's also, I go kind of through the things that I've been through, but I also, you know, show up on that other side that everybody talks about being on. And to me, that other side you know, like even my mother was like, she's from the generation where you don't air your dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. So she was like, why'd you do that? Like, why'd you do yes. this? <laughs> and I was like, and I remember showing her uh, an email from a woman months later. And she had written to me after reading my book saying how much it had, how much she related to it. 
and how yeah. much it made her feel like she wasn't all by herself. And I yeah. showed my mom, I said, that's why I did it. Because like, I'm not the only one. There's no. tons of women out there, even men yeah. that go through these terrible relationships. And, you know, I'd love them to find that other side like I did, because not everybody does. No. And so that was that was my my memoir, which turned into my own radio show where I focused on that was the one that you were on crushing 40 yes. you can find it on iTunes. And that was like it was offered to me because of that book. So it was crazy how to me, you know, something I wasn't even sure I wanted to do turned into something even more amazing. These doors open, these opportunities came forward. And like, I didn't even want to be a, a radio host because it was terrifying. I never, I was, it was so out of my comfort zone. I just wanted to stay at home and write books. You know, that's all I wanted to do, but I was really good at it. And, yeah. and I didn't realize I would ever be good at it, but that's the thing about, you know, doing things even when you're scared. Yes. And, you know, right. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of like how I got to, to that turning point, I guess. Yeah. And it's so it's um, interesting how you progressed through all of it. And it just the doors just kind of open. And it's like you take that one big step of, OK, I've yeah. got to make the change. And even once you've taken, I think, that step and you start moving forward, sometimes you still get I don't know, maybe you don't. But sometimes you get those glimpses of, is this really going to be OK? Am I right? Is it going to go, you know, and there's so many things to learn and there's so much more to a podcast or to, you know, a radio show than you really think most people think you just turn the microphone on and you just go, but I <laughs> right? wish it was that easy. I'm like, please be patient with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I love your story and I love that mm. you can share it so openly and like, the biggest thing for me is you're not alone. You're not the only one. And I think yeah. that a lot of us get stuck in that thinking, I'm an idiot. Everyone around me thinks I'm an idiot because I keep going back or I don't see that what's going on. You know, like, right. I don't know about you, but like my entire world could be like, Melissa, this is not good for you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> no, and it's true. And I mean, <laughs> I think there's that also, like you said there, you kind of feel like an idiot because a lot of women won't leave just for embarrassment alone. Right. Like they think like, well, you know, how did I get myself here? And I know lots of people came to me and they were just completely dumbfounded because I'm a strong woman. I'm known mm -hmm. as a strong woman. And people are like, well, how did you get into that? Like, how did, right. how on earth did this guy do this to you? And the truth of the matter is anyone can be abused. Anyone can fall for a narcissist. Anyone can, you know, find themselves in that situation. And trust me, I was like asking myself how the heck I got in this myself. And, you know, you just, when you fall in love, especially with a bad man, like people don't understand that they don't show you that they're a bad man, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> they wrap you in, they like woo you and all that stuff. And they get you to the point where you just think every like life is just perfect. And then the tables turn and you're so busy trying to catch up that yes. you don't even realize yes. that you're in something you shouldn't be in, or like you're ignoring the red flags. Like you're just trying to figure out what happened. And then, yeah. and then it's too late at that point. So now you got to figure out, can I fix this or do I leave? And you really just want to fix it. Yes. So let me ask you this then. Were you ever telling stories to like your friends or family and have somebody be like dumbfounded and you're like, what? And you're kind of like desensitized to it because you're like, yeah. well, yeah, it's kind of off, but I don't know. It's not like what you're, you, I, <laughs> I experienced that. I don't know if you did. 
no and it's kind of awful because uh um that's so true and i there's this one story i literally had a friend defriend me because i gave her too much information like i was just trying to like so i'm out of the relationship and i'm literally out for drinks with this girl and i thought we were super close like i would have considered her one of my best friends so i'm like i'm just like we got into a deep conversation and she kind of asked for it you know like she was like hey like what happened in that whole thing right and i started talking to her about um this time that you know uh I was being abused by this guy and he literally dragged me down a hallway by my hair. And I'm just, to me, it was like, you know, this just happened. Right. (laughs) And she was just like, oh my God, like, oh my God. Like she was like being traumatized. And then, you know, we kind of, you know, finished our night and went home and everything. And like, she literally sent me a message like later on or the next day. And she was just like, I can't do you. Like I cannot hear like, she's like, I cannot hear your stories anymore. And I was like, I was like half insulted and hurt and half embarrassed because I was like, oh, damn, maybe I shouldn't have said something. Maybe I should have kept it in. I don't know. Like, I thought I was doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> right. But yeah. And that's, I, totally. That's <laughs> like, you know, you, you're wanting to be real and transparent, like establish this relationship with somebody yeah, and just like, they just can't handle it. And um, that's why I like that you're open and honest and real and, and it, because <laughs> it's refreshing to me because yeah I've you know I've been there too I've had people say you have way too much drama and they're like <laughs> I'll just watch you from a distance yeah almost like they're yeah, afraid something's gonna there. fall on them or get struck by lightning if they're talking to me or something and I'm like I don't right. know just... <laughs> like they kind of act like you're gonna put it on them like they're gonna have to go home and shake it off or you know you're contagious <laughs> in some way like you know I'm, your red flags are now on me I don't know but. Right. <laughs> so I'm really excited to hear about how you decided to write I wrote a novel but it was about what I know I know nothing about crime you know I love to yeah. watch crime shows but I don't know anything about how did you and how hard was that for you did it was it was it easier or was it more difficult um to me like okay so i wrote the dismember dismember's handbook which is a a crime thriller and i i've it's been like sitting um like on a shelf for years um and i'm just kind of wondering if i should publish it um just because it's so out of what i'm doing right now you know i'm i'm like this empowerment girl and i'm just like out you know talking to people and and talking about my story so i was like am i even allowed to do this like, you know what right, I mean? Like, am I right. allowed to even go out of my box? But um, it is easier for me to write fiction, you yeah. know, even though I, I always believe that there's a part of an author in everything that they write. There certainly is. But to me, like, my real life stories are so painful. And so, like, <laughs> you know, I, at some point, like, I almost feel like, you know, I'm done. I'm done with the whole repeating that cycle over and over in my head right like I just wanted to branch out like into writing something else yes and and try to try to tell a different story and like I said like if you were to read my fiction you would be like that's Kim like I can see Kim all over this so it's not like I'm not still telling my stories but I've had these stories kind of 
in my head and in my journals for years and years and years, stories I always wanted to tell. And especially when I, I'm a big reader. So when I read other st stories that inspire me, I'm like, oh yeah, like I, I totally want to do this. So yeah. for me, I just wanted to give it a try and send it out there. And it's getting such, you know what I mean? Like people are like, this is your world, man. Like you should be doing this. And I'm getting such a good feedback for it that I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll drop the whole series and and we'll go from there. But you know, I I truly believe that you you're not just one person. Yeah. You know, and you can have a life where you are a podcast host and you did write a memoir, but you can also write this book too. And like maybe, maybe I'll have a crime thriller podcast at some point. And like maybe I wanna, you know, just lay on a beach one day and just write my journal. Like I, I truly believe you're allowed to be all the things. I do too. Right? A hundred percent. Yeah. I love that because like, it's true. Like when you write from the depth of your soul and all of the pain yeah. and then like, I don't know how often you like, they're doing this screenplay for my, you know, the, the second book and, and you have to reread it and reread it. It's almost like reliving yeah. it. And it's like, Oh, mm -hmm. and it just pulls it out of you every time. Yeah. And what started out to be cathartic and and healing. And yeah. Then you're like, oh God, do I really want to read? I don't want to read that again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so and now they're doing a movie about it. And you're like, oh man, like it's going to really be out there. And you're like, wow. You know, so I, I started um, um, a humor book. It's nobody likes a flat girl. And it's um, about dating. It's, it's hilarious. It's really funny. So um, I love that you did crime. I just, I, I agree with you. I think that we get stuck. It's almost like actors that like play a role. Everybody just assumes that this action actor is always going to be in an action role, you know? Right. And they can actually do drama and everybody's like, Oh, what? Oh, they can, you know? And yeah, it's, it's fun to challenge yourself or even just open the door for yourself to, to do something yeah. different. Well, I think too, like when, I mean, people who have read the book, I've said it's really dark and it is, you know, I mean, there's serial killers in it. Like you can't, right. you know, it's, it's hard to write a happy tale out of that, but <laughs> I feel like it's like, <laughs> you know, there's a, there, because of the things that I've gone through and the memories that I have, I feel like there's almost like two sides of me. So like that whole light and dark, right? Yes. There is a darkness in me. I can't get rid of it. And I feel like uh, people who are like, oh, you got to kind of squash that. You can't. And I think that you should embrace both sides of you as long as you're not doing any harm to anybody, right? Like, right. I think that you're allowed to have these parts of you that, that maybe people don't fully understand, but that's where this comes from. Like, this is this, this member's handbook. And I mean, that's where that comes from. And I think that you can tell very interesting stories from both sides of you. You know, like yeah. I said, I have this that podcast and that's certainly my light side. You know, I'm trying to change lives. I want people to be happy and to heal, especially. But then, yeah. you know, I like to play around in the dark side as well, you know? Sure. I think we're, we all have dark sides mm -hmm. to us. You know, it's just, yeah. what do you do with it? I mean, are you going to act on it? Are you going to be somebody that's a serial killer? No, you're not. Right. But you, you're, <laughs> you know, you're writing stories. I'm not a serial killer, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because we're having drinks soon, you know. If it yeah. Is, I'm back, guys. Call Kimberly. Yeah, you're like, oh. <laughs> no. So, I mean, you know, and I actually wrote about that, about being drawn to the darkness sometimes, because you're just so, like, there's just a part of you that, you know, yeah. everybody, I mean, come on. There's 
SVU, there's, you know, NCIS, yeah. there's all these TVs, you know, there's and movies and movies, you know, and those people aren't necessarily, sometimes you wonder, I don't know, like, do you dream, do you dream these things? Do you ever have dreams <laughs> about like what you're writing? Cause like, I had the weirdest dream yeah. last night and I'm like, oh, yeah. where did that even come from? And it was dark. Yeah. So my kids, yeah. <laughs> I get, I get, I mean, I get a lot of my fiction ideas from um, like, people are like, oh, like, how do you come up with this? And I, I get a lot of my ideas from driving. Like I'll just, yes. if I'm having any type of writer's block, that's my thing. I'll just go for a drive. Um, especially if I'm like making a trip back home and it's like mm -hmm. hour, hours driving, right? Like it's a perfect time to just kind of like go off in your own world and dream. it's that in dreams. Like the intro to my next book is disturbing and it's a dream I had. So it's like, you know, you, you often wonder why you're given these weird dreams and like I feel like I should just go to like a dream interpreter one day and just be like you let me know like, what's <laughs> like what does this even mean but you know it's and also it's like fuel for like um going in a creative direction I think yeah and the ones that you wake up from and you're like it's so real and you could like tell the yeah. events like you're like there's a reason I'm remembering all of this because I didn't yeah. live this <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And it's weird and, and people talk about like past traumas and like other lives and I'm not necessarily sure I believe in all that, but it is an interesting take to wonder if like some of these vivid dreams are actually memories or something from yeah. another place, right? Right. There's just so much you don't know, <laughs> Yeah. you know? So, so podcast, tell me about your podcast. Yeah. So Crushing 40 is uh, a podcast I've been doing for four years. Um, and it was like birthed out of my memoir. So the idea behind it is to empower women. And that means in, in any different ways, whether it's, you know, helping them uh, work through relationships or careers or whatever the case may be. And the basis of the show is to bring a guest on who has done exactly that like it's it's a journey story so we want people on the show who have experienced something learned from it and then moved on to something else like whether their career blossomed or they fell in love or whatever the case may be and of right. course you were a guest on the show so you know but it, the idea is to for the listeners to learn something and hopefully grow or heal or, or whatever and then i also have like a tv show and it's uh that's what you said and it's based around it's a little bit more fun a little bit on, and you were also on it i love that that was one of my favorites <laughs> we have yeah. a long relationship together but <laughs> it's it's uh more of a fun side it's on tv uh, you can find it on roku and it's it's basically just talking about life and the the funny things that happen to you and and the amazing journeys that people go through so it's 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 on the same thread of crushing 40 but it's it's also going in a different direction. So uh, I think the gist of all the things that I do in that is that I just love talking to people and, yeah. and hearing their stories because I think that um, personally, everybody should write a story uh, as far as I'm concerned, whether it's fiction or not, because I think that everybody has stories and yes. just listening to somebody's journey is, is not only so special, but you know, you think you've been through stuff. Like, I think I've been through some horrendous things and 
that I couldn't have lived through. And then you'll talk to somebody and you're like, oh, wow, like uh, mine's not even that bad anymore. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. so it's like, like yeah. there's just so much importance to hearing other people's stories that I think I just love where podcasting has gone in general. Yeah. And I mean, now you have one and it's like just amazing to hear women doing these things and, and uh, I'm starting to ramble now, but you get it. It's, I, I just love stories. And the fact that you're doing this now just is icing on the cake for me. I'm just so excited to do it. And, and I love people too. I love talking and I'm, you know, I can sit in a restaurant. I have <clears throat> been single for a very long time now. And, um, you know, I go to restaurants and I'll just, you know, start a conversation with, we, I started a conversation the other day with a lady at a, at a seafood restaurant and she was sitting by herself. I sit by myself and we just started chatting and, you know, um, I love the conversation and I love learning from people. And I think, like you said, everyone has a story to tell. And that's kind of like why I'm doing the podcast. And I want women to reach out to you or reach out to the other people to, you know, to get encouragement, to get excited about trying something new. And you know what the thing about it is? you can try it and you can fail and it's not a big deal. Like no yeah. one is going to remember, like if this podcast tanks, no one's going to care. No one's going to remember. It's going to go <laughs> right. on, you know, they're not going to like make an advertisement out of me or anything. So it's just be like, oh yeah, she tried. It didn't work, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, it's fun to believe in yourself enough, which took me a long time to get there to actually really try new things and um, know it was okay if it didn't go the way I envisioned it. So and you Absolutely. were inspiring to me. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. And on that same vein, I think it's like, I would rather <clears throat> try something and fail than to be like on my deathbed and be like, oh man, like, why didn't I do that? Like, why didn't I try that? Like, I really wish I would have done that. Um, you know, some of the, the, the biggest entrepreneurs in the world or, or the millionaires, actors, they all have failure stories. They didn't get there because they did uh -huh. everything right. You know right. what I mean? So I, I think that at least trying and, and whatever outcome comes of that, it is what it is. Maybe it's not your path and, and you're just supposed to try it and then move on to something else that happens, of course. But I think it's really important for people to understand that failure isn't the end of the world. You no. know, you do something, it doesn't work. You move on to the next thing. Like it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I, I just never want to regret things. And, and I've already gone through so much that I, I feel like, why not do stuff? Like, why not go surfing or why not go skydiving? Like do all the things that you want to do because we only, it's literal, you only live once and um, you never want to have regrets. Right. So I get this elect electric skateboard. I don't know if you know what they are, those little one wheels, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And my friend is like, you need to learn how to use that thing. I'm like, oh. so yeah, many bruises and scrapes mm -hmm. and everything else, but it's fun. And it's like, you know, I mean, whatever. Um, exactly. Tell me about, since we're getting close to being done, what is coming up on your journey ahead? And what is your favorite thing that has brought you to like right here? Um, my favorite thing. The, my favorite thing that's brought me to this point is uh probably seeing seeing my life through my daughter's eyes because i mean she was very young when i went through all that traumatic stuff so she has no memories of it which is great but uh seeing her grow because of the things that i've gone through is probably my most favorite part because 
she will see me and you think your kids don't care or they don't notice or or they're not paying attention but they are and i remember like my daughter got this boyfriend and uh so his whole family had no idea who i was and this one girl was like the mother of 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 the boyfriend was like i think i've heard you on the radio and i was <laughs> like oh yeah like i have this and she's just like oh wow that's bizarre and then so the boyfriend started looking me up and so my daughter was all like no don't do that no don't do that like don't look her up no don't do that and then so I was joking with her and I was just like oh Brooklyn are you embarrassed of your mother and she was like far from it and I was like oh Aww. you know <laughs> you know what I mean and I was just like you know I, you never know what your kids think of you and now she's 16 and I can see the choices that she's made are because of me getting out of that nonsense and, and, and turning into a different person. And I'm so thankful for that. So that's probably my most favorite part of my journey is, is being glad that I guess I didn't F her up. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You worry about that. You know, part of being a parent, unfortunately, is (laughs) trying to not mess your kids up, but and then I guess my future is, uh, is I am going to, I have two more books for the series of this, this member's handbook. Another one's coming out this fall. And then the next one's going to come out in the new year. And I guess I'm just going to ride that wave and see, see what that brings me. And I'm still doing my shows. So I'm super busy right now. So yeah. Uh, I'm just going to ride that train for the meantime and see what else, what other doors open. Very cool. Tell everybody how they can find you. I know you said crushing 40. You kind of, yes. yes. My website is uh, kimmylove.com. That's K-I-M-M-I-L-O-V-E.com. And of course I'm the, the, at the real Kimberly love on Instagram and Twitter and that sort of thing. I'm on TikTok as well. You can find me, um, making weird videos <laughs> so i haven't branched into that yet i'm a little nervous i can't even figure out the reels on on instagram right? oh yeah the, it's it's hard sometimes but again you can find the all my books on amazon kimberly love the this member's handbook that's where you can find them awesome i'm excited i'm excited to read the whole series one day i'll just sit on the beach and just read oh I yes <laughs> Thanks for coming. I hope we get to do this again oh, and um, drinks. Yes. Yes. I Easy. thank you so much for having me on the show. It's always a great joy talking to you, but yes, definitely drinks. <laughs> definitely drinks. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Bye. We're going to end the recording. Maybe. There we go. Okay. We're done recording.